Welcome to Two and a Half Sportsmen, a sports comedy podcast hosted by Jordan Pomaville, Joel Anderson, and your sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Let's get it on. And now it's time for the Two and a Half Sportsmen Mailbag! Brought to you by... Stamps.com. You got a computer, you got mail. Put them together. (laughs) All right, folks. Back by popular demand is our mailbag segment. Wait, 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 wait. Phil, Phil, can you verify this? What, that it's like, popular? Yeah, that this actually, that this segment actually... I think actually... it got slightly less streams than our regular episodes. Well, guys, I'm going but... purely by the mail that we're getting here. And again, office. I want to I clarify, this is actual mail. We yeah, these receive. are handwritten letters that we're receiving. It, this is like in from... quill pen, like, my dearest Joel Anderson. I can't, I'm not a pen expert. I can't look at it and know exactly what kind but of writing implement they use. Phil means that these are the types of things that are like done on uh, document documentaries and like they have like uh, my dearest uh, right they've got wax seals on them with like eagles okay no people still write letters guys and they write letters to us and they ask us what they want to see on our podcast and i think we as the two and a half sportsmen should be listening to what our fans want and be reacting to that it should hopefully they want something seo friendly because i want to make money from this segment well listen let's let's just hear what the fans are suggesting and i think all of us have an obligation to, to make money to from this podcast. I'm I'm willing to entertain the thought that F- Joel has gone through actual mail that we've received yeah. and has read them and has chosen a letter and has crafted a response. Are Is you that- suggesting that I would lie about this? You did the first time. That's what we kind oh, of felt the first wow. time. The first yeah. time kind of felt fake. Wow. Wow. You lied. I'm appalled. There was a whole story with a kid in a hospital in Buffalo, yes. New York. Yeah, it was too he much. He wrote a follow-up letter. He was very thrilled with the statistical analysis that we did. He loved the segment, and that's good, because you know what? He passed away last week. Of course, because the segment was so long <laughs> that most people died during that time. No, but it, so wait, I, no, that's canon? We just yeah. killed a kid? Yeah. Is that what just happened? Yeah. He, yeah, that, that is, that's oh. a real thing In the that two happened. and a half sportsman uh, cinematic universe, there's now a dead child on our hands. <laughs> so, so thank God... That we, the two and a half sportsmen, have enough Let's just not introduce the Eternals into this to, universe. To, I, I'm going to agree with that. To yeah. put away our egos for long enough to do some segments that the fans really want. Our biggest fans. All right. All right. We've teed it up enough. There we go. Okay. So, why don't we go ahead and read this? <clears throat> now, this is coming from Anita Smith. Anita Smith. Yep. Age yeah. 11. Uh, the return address is for a Smithson Orphanage. Uh, located in western Nebraska. Anita the Orphan? Nobody's been named Anita for at least 30 years. Orphanage in western Nebraska. Clearly, 11 years ago, someone was named Anita because she wrote us a letter, and that's the name that she put on it. And I'm sure she doesn't appreciate having her existence questioned by you two charlatans. Well, of course she doesn't know because she doesn't If if I could continue. Please, let's hear the letter. Let's hear it. Dear two and a half sportsmen, love the show. There we go. That's nice. You just won me over. Thanks, Anita. So much fun. So many great interviews and so informative. Mm. But I do worry that at times, Phil and Jordan really cut Joel off before he can share his fascinating... Hold on! Wait a second! ...about different sports that are less well-known than the Big Four. What? I was wondering if we could get Joel's list of the three greatest athletes of all time, ideally involving obscure lesser-known figures from sport. Signed, Anita Smith. P.S. Can't get enough of Joel's puns. More puns and opinions. I don't buy Here, Here's what I think. No one actually uses P.S. anymore. Yeah, that's People true. People only use P.S. in a, fake like letters. A good right, half yeah. of the letters that we're receiving 
have PS on them. Are, are all so the PSs complimenting you in a very strange way? I mean, a lot of them do mention that they like the puns, but that's... Joel, just... first of all, we never cut you off, okay? I just want to make that clear. <laughs> that is not a thing we do. We're Complete all very bullshit. respectful of your incredibly long ramblings. <laughs> I think we should... We should be Joel, we don't cut you off! <laughs> it's not a thing we do. It's not a thing we do. Yeah. If we were to cut you off, we'd just cut off your mic. Yes, exactly. So go ahead, Fair Joel. Fair enough, but let's... We don't cut you off. Yeah. I, I Ever! I feel like Joel? You, guys, you guys are getting very personally angry about a simple request from an 11-year-old orphan. year-old orphan. So Anita, let, me, let me... I want to unpack this real quick. Anita Smith in an orphanage, western Nebraska, yeah. wants to know who are Joel's... 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 Three greatest athletes... From the non-major sports, so uh, she specifically well, just the big four. Three, she she wanted some. Uh, I did pick one from the major sports, but okay. we have others. So here. no Lebrons, no Ryan Sandbergs, they, no. Correct, okay. Ryan Sandberg especially is okay. Not on this just list. just I, I feel like in fairness, I feel like Ryan Sandberg might be fifteen on my list of '80s ball players and just baseball. There <laughs> we go. You wouldn't make fifteen on my list of MLB second basemen. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yes, but return address from the Smittenson Orphanage, which I did go ahead and Google. Apparently, that's only for orphans whose parents were killed in front of them by circus clowns. Oh, Batman. <laughs> yes, yeah. So oh, my God. Yeah. yeah th- so it's uh, Wayne Manor sponsors so it. Let's let's try and be a little respectful for Anita here uh, and yeah. also do. And this is shouldn't I, she be training for vengeance? Yeah. And should <laughs> this orphanage be in Gotham instead? We don't know that she's not doing that. Guys. Yeah. It's we just, just like if you see your kids. You see your parents killed in front of you. You spend your life training for vengeance. That's sort of the Could thing. Could be. Could be. How come Superman lives in Metropolis and Batman lives in Gotham and they're both just corollaries for New York? That's that's an interesting question. But that's not what Anita's here. She wants more sports opinions, much like that uh, that David Portnoy fella. You know, the human personification of ignorance. Oh, I hate David Portnoy. Yeah. So like that, but hopefully we won't be so stupid. So she's wait, she okay. No, that's just me saying that like if we really want to get down with the sports media now opinions okay lots of opinions so and that's, that's well here's my opinion here. anita don't exist wow i think we should call wow. them Joel her opinions. parents don't that's for sure phil yeah they were killed by clowns by the joker's gang well, maybe we, the riddlers it could have been a single yeah clown. it could have been a single clown yeah. yeah john wayne gacy all right go on uh <laughs> just because he wore clown makeup didn't make him anyway not, not the point oh he wasn't certified yeah. I, i'm sorry funny <laughs> you mentioned a serial killer because the first person that we're going to bring up here Number Dexter. three, Eddie Merckx. Oh, I thought you were going to say OJ. Oh, no. Wow. Uh, oh, cereal. Yes. <laughs> Probably too. killed two people. <laughs> uh, but Eddie Merckx, his nickname was the Cannibal. Mm. He was a Belgian cyclist from the 1970s. N- a Belgian cyclist from the 1970s Belgian named the Cannibal? Cyclist. He was nicknamed the Cannibal. That uh, sounds like a really shitty Batman villain. Yeah. I'm yeah. the cannibal coming in on my bicycle. Ring, ring, ring. Yes, the the cannibal uh, was his, the daughter of Christian Raymond, who was a teammate, commented on the facts that Merckx won everything and would not allow anyone else to win, no matter how small the race. Uh, she Isn't said, that the point of sports? Yeah, no, you're to always try trying to win, to win every right? race. But in in cycling, you're on like a team. It's generally like, hey, the the head guy gets to win the big races. He will occasionally give like a stage win. 
to to oh, it's like, oh. so it's like uh talladega nights with shake and bake and he would never exactly. let exactly john c Riley win so until like, he steals his wife and then he still wants to be friends with him he's like you stole my wife i don't know if there was any wife stealing in the eddie Merck shake story, and bake but he was utterly unbeatable in uh in his uh 1400 or so career races he won about 500 of them so that's like one in three and in a race where there's like 175-ish people at the start of most of these, that's fairly impressive. Like 500 first places. Won 11 Grand Tours. Five Tours de France. Five Giro d'Italias. And one Vuelta España. Wouldn't it be Tours de France? It is. You're right. Sorry. Tours de France. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah, there's not multiple Frances. Right. Thank God. Thank God. Funny you should say that, though, because he was also the one one day stage race, one day race that he didn't win was Paris Tours. The rest, though, (laughs) he did. And that makes it very rare. Today, you get specialists. You're either a Grand Tour guy or you're a one day race guy. He dominated both as if it were nothing. I'm going to engage with this second uh, segment against my better judgment and <laughs> yeah, ask you a question. I'm trying not to engage. I'm yeah. going to. Uh, uh, he won 500 races out of his 1,400. That's like a crazy winning percentage, yeah. right? In terms of how does that compare to other cyclists? In okay. terms of like winning every every one in three races, is that like really good? Is that is that like Lance Armstrong? Armstrong? I no, I mean Lance Armstrong literally only raced like the tour. Right. right. But, this, but is, this is, he won seven tours because that was the only race that he gave a shit about. And not even the stages on the tour. Right. He right. cared about this winning. This isn't about Lance yeah. Armstrong. This is about giving a voice to the voiceless, Anita Smith. <laughs> yeah. How does this compare to other athletes of the era that he competed in and other athletes now in terms of cyclists? Not even comparable. If there's anybody else who's got a career rate over 10%, I'd be shocked. Okay. Wow. It's probably more like 5%. Like you, you do not win, winning like a handful of races in a season makes you. One of the best there is at the moment. And as a follow-up question, do you think Anita gives a shit about any of this? She asked for this. She did ask. Right, she but specifically asked. Saying not the big four sports and then going to cycling as the first one is kind of like, yeah, but not the drag. Hey, this is the only cyclist on this list. Okay. And, and he, again, it's based on how much he dominated. He was okay. the cannibal. And he was the cannibal because he would not let others win. That's at- how... Oh, even when it's like, oh, you're about to win the Tour de France, maybe you could let me win this one stage. Right, but I was going more no! for the etymology of the nickname. Yeah, the etymology yeah. of the nickname was the this this little girl of his teammate was sort of like, this guy's an asshole. Why doesn't he let anybody else oh, win? Oh, and cannibals are also assholes. Yeah. And We're they don't like let clowns win. that murder people's parents. <laughs> he had another He could nickname. have also been just called the clown. In Italy, he was known as Il Mostro. Which means the monster. <laughs> huh. Okay. Okay. Are we ready for so number So he's a bad guy. Okay. Let's yeah. move on let's... to number two. Clearly, you guys don't appreciate no. quite how dominant Eddie Merckx was as a cyclist. Hard to. Yeah. Hard so to why do. don't we move into the snowy peaks of the Himalayas? Because our next athlete is from the world of mountaineering. Sir Edmund is that Hillary. A sport? No. <laughs> Reinhold Messner. That is correct. Reinhold Messner, wow. the second greatest athlete ever. Wow, that, I'm impressed. <laughs> oh, oh, first man to climb Everest without oxygen. That is correct. Also the first man to do a solo ascent of Mount Everest. Both of these things are not nearly near the top of his personal great feats. Did I just completely give into this segment? I think you uh, did. I, I did. did. I you know I what? Did. I think you are Anita. <laughs> Phil, what do you know about Reinhold Messner? 
Uh, I know that his first name is the same as Judge Reinhold's last <laughs> name. Uh, and he put a banana in a tailpipe uh, in a very comedic move in Beverly Hills Cop 1. He also had a great turn no, 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 no. in Arrested Development. Axel Foley where he puts did... the banana in the tailpipe. Oh, that's true. To He's his car. car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then there's this uh, mock trial with Jay Reinhold uh, gimmick. Yeah, which... in Arrest brilliant they only gave him the legal show because his name was judge reinhold and then he kept fighting to get the word judge out of the title of the show and william hung sang the theme song as the hung jury yes so glad that we (laughs) very (laughs) funny stuff my name is judge so so here's what you need to know about reinhold messner first to climb mount everest without oxygen uh, first to do a solo ascent of Mount Everest. Also the first person to... Uh, now, okay, there's 14 8,000-meter peaks in the world. 14 extremely... And 8,000 meters, that's over like 25,000 feet. Yeah, I was going to say, like could that. we do yeah. feet? Yeah. A yard? Five miles, oh. five miles tall? Yeah, a, a meter is three feet and three inches. Uh, so everyone yeah, I, at home... Uh, I know. You can go ahead and do the do the math on that. A little over five miles. <laughs> Yep, we got we got thirty nine inches yeah. times. Okay. But so so these yeah. fourteen peaks, no one ascended any of them until like nineteen fifty two when uh, French expedition uh, summited uh, 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 Annapurna. Uh, so Everest gets the most press about that, but especially at this point, it's like one of the easiest climbs. Like loads of people climb Mount Everest. The other thirteen eight thousand meter peaks are extremely deadly and very rarely climbed. Reinhold Messner is the first person to climb all 14 8,000-meter peaks in his lifetime. Now, when wow. you say he climbed solo, how solo is that? Like because, free solo? Like, well, because of the Sherpas thing no, is what I'm talking well, about. And so this would be the thing. is Yeah, he, he would basically go by himself. In order to be a solo ascent, like you can't go with a team. Okay. Uh, so I imagine there was some porters like so helping like, him up to like the base camp. You had to at least have a little buddy system, right? Yeah. Just for safety. I think, I think there's, there's other mountaineers who are going to be in these mountains. So yeah. Sounds like his backup band. Right. Right. Reinhold Messner and the, the mountaineers. mountaineers. <laughs> Mock trial with J. Ron Holt. <laughs> uh, but so on top of that, he's also the first person to do a solo ascent of all 14 8,000 meter peaks. He's also the first person to climb all, four, all 14 8,000 meter peaks without supplemental oxygen. Uh, now, why did he do that? Was, was high it? walking. Uh, why did he do that, Jordan? Yeah, because it's difficult. Okay, <laughs> because everyone else is like, "Oh wow, I did this thing that only a handful of other people in the world have ever done," and he was like, "Well, I gotta up that." Yeah, feels dangerous. Feels a little more so, yeah. dangerous. So what, this what is like talk- the equivalent of like Anita stopping the clowns that killed her parents. Like yeah. it's a uphill battle. You know? <laughs> it would have so, been very tough at her age. So why don't we discuss a few of the other things? So like Reinhold Messner by 1986 has done no supplemental oxygen ascents of all 14 8,000 meter peaks. First person ever to do that. He Mm. needs new challenges. Yeah. Uh, So why don't we start going all the way back, start breaking down like the whole career here. Uh, In 1970, first 8,000 meter peak, climbs it with his brother uh, who dies. Mm -hmm. Very sad. A lot of people think he abandoned him at the top, uh, but he shows up like four days later. What did Uh, he die of? An avalanche, maybe? Oh, Ex- okay. exposure. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he lost. So he didn't like die of old age. He yeah. wasn't just like lost his older brother. Seven toes to frostbite. <laughs> this is Ronald Messner or the brother Messner. Do you Messner. think that made the other three the, toes the cocky? Lost all of his toes. Yeah, I bet those other three toes are like, yeah, pussies. Yeah, <laughs> but it also meant couldn't do any more rock climbing, so he had to focus on this other stuff. 
Uh, but so he uh, he also has done multiple 8,000 meter peaks in the same old thing. Uh, did the first double traverse of Gasherbrum 2. What's a double uh, traverse? What's a double traverse? Double traverse is in like he went up and over two different 8,000 meter peaks in, in a, one expedition. Oh, in one expedition. Got it. Yeah. Very hard. <laughs> uh, he was the first person to complete the seven summits. Those are the tallest mountain on each continent in the world. Okay. So he did all seven of those. Oh, good for him. But let's get into a couple of the others here. Uh, first person to cross Antarctica on foot. Well, wait, wait. Which where, way where did he cross? Yeah, where did he did cross? He, like, did, did he see Santa Claus? No, that's North. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, like, he I went, feel like he could have found a peninsula and just sort of skirted across that. Yeah. No, no. Like, and he, then, frankly, he, I've he, seen March of the Penguins. A lot of it's pretty a, temperate. A full, all the way across the continent, crossing the South Pole in the process. Really? Wow. On cross-country skis. No dog sleds, no snowmobiles, him and this other guy. All of Antarctica. And again, this is capping off his career as a mountaineer. Hmm. Also, crossed the Gobi Desert, 1,200 miles on foot. Wow. The famous Gobi Desert of Mongolia, which has rain, you know, temperature ranges from over 100 to under 100. Wow. On foot, but not on toes. <laughs> yeah, right. On foot, but only three toes. Uh, so that's, that's Reinhold Messner. Oh, also the... Longitudinal crossing of Greenland on foot. Wow, longitudinal. And wait, is I, I forget because Greenland's always out of. Uh, it's always right, distorted so on the I map. Mean, that's the long way. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because it, latitude is like a ladder. Latitude like is flatitude. Yeah. Longitude is it, height. It, height. It, it's up and down. Yeah. It's long, long, long. But that's Reinhold Messner for you. Yeah. We're running a little long, so I'm going to skim through this last one because I don't think all that much needs Sorry to be Sorry we're wasting your precious time, Anita, no, I mean, in I'm, the I'm, orphanage. Get back sure to training. Anita would like You're going to kill that clown someday. Right. Right. we got to make room for the next letter from Where's another one of our amazing fans. I'm Anita. Uh, and, of course, the greatest athlete Where's of all time. Where's the commissioner? Time, Barry Sanders. Very uh, oh my! So this is this is just another. But Joel. he's in the big four. This feels like this is just Joel, 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 Joel. Joel. Anita Whoa. is so disappointed that this you went with Anita, one of the big. Anita, you, Anita, Anita. No, Anita said uh, for the non-major sports, and you picked a major sport. You screwed up Anita's premise. But but I think Anita would accept the fact that. Barry Sanders is obviously the greatest athlete who ever lived, and then in any opinion, she made rules and you broke them, incorrect. Joel. And I do not cut you off. No, this is uh, a Barry Sanders who, by the way, never did, didn't start at running back until the fourth game of his senior season uh, in high school because of his older brother, then rushed for 1,400 yards in seven games. Yeah, in high school. Also sat the bench behind Thurman Thomas. His, his sophomore year, Barry Switzer, who I believe was then the coach of Oklahoma, specifically warned his defense not to injure Thurman Thomas during the game. Future Hall of Famer Thurman Thomas, because he did not want to see Barry Sanders in there. And Barry Sanders was at Oklahoma State. That is correct. So. And finally, I just want to show you a quick video, Phil. This is Barry Sanders tearing the ACL and ending the okay, career I'll, I'll explain of Hall it. of Fame quarterback, cornerback, Ron Woodson. I'll explain it to the people who are watching at home. All right. Okay, okay. Looks, okay. Like, all looks right. like it's a grainy video I where there's a-, a team wearing all black and a team wearing all white. It's like a good all guy, right. bad guy situation. Here we go. All right, they're lining up and they're going down two for the two, third down and seven. Hoik, 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 hoik. And then he draws back. He throws. Oh, the guy caught it. And then, oh, he just got tackled. And that's okay. a thing that happened. And if you'll keep watching, that first guy that he juked out 
Hall of Famer Rod Woodson. His whole goal in life was to tackle people. And he he tore his him. ACL trying to tackle. Wait, Barry in Sanders that play, and did not lay a single in that finger. Play? On yeah, in that I play, didn't, I saw nothing exceptional about that play. And now the guy's laying down on the ground again. You think you didn't? I like how this is an old. This is like what from the early '90s. So they're not even showing a replay. We're just seeing the guy right, laying down on the ground. We're just seeing him laying down. They're cutting to Barry Sanders, and he's just like drinking Gatorade from a tube. Oh, okay. Oh, that's how chilly was. It was oh, there you go. Barry now they're Sanders, showing a replay. The greatest athlete of all time. Okay, so, that was really cool. From the other that, angle, yeah, the other that, angle that shows cool it from better. That angle, but it also I don't know if Barry Sanders tore that guy's ACL. It looks like that guy to- tore his own ACL. Here's the thing: you got to remember Barry Sanders' reputation is coming with him. Yeah, that move itself might not have looked that good. Yeah, but part of the reason he tore that ACL is because that guy was like. Oh my God, what am I going to do? It's Barry Sanders. Like and that so- guy, it, it's clear that he was like steadying himself to tackle him. And then Barry Sanders ran the other direction and the guy right. was fooled. He and then him. he went, Rod, tore his ACL with his own hands. <laughs> he juked him out of his jock and yeah, out of right. his ACL. Yeah, he was so again, embarrassed that he just destroyed his ACL. So, so if he could Barry not go Sanders had done this to say you, Phil, yeah. we're not impressed. Right. Rod Woodson. I am, I'm surprisingly slow. Hall of Fame football player. Spent his entire younger life tackling. It people. looks like what Barry Sanders did to do it was he pretended to go right, then pretended to go left, right. and then he it's went right. Juking Phil, yeah. yeah. But that's oh, I know Juking Media is a very popular media hundreds, company in the digital space. Hundreds so. of professional football players tried to juke Ron Woodson over the course of yeah. His now we're watching Aaron Andrews in an Uber Eats ad. <laughs> so thank you for that. Point Uber is, Eats. This segment's brought to you by Uber Eats. Tore his ACL and ended his career and did not lay a finger on Barry Sanders. This is just the tip of the iceberg, Phil. Anita, I'm so sorry. I'm, no, Anita, we were happy fake, to do Phil. it. Joy we don't have broke to, the rules of this. Hope things go better for you. You know what's Hope really great, though, is that the fact that Anita trauma. doesn't exist means she can't be ashamed that I you am, went to one of the big four. I am so sorry. Joe, I Jordan don't cut you off. Phil, Why would you write that? <laughs> Inside of a letter so from a mean. fake orphan. All right. It's, about it's, your existence. It's time to close up the so mailbag. We'll, we're we're yeah. closing up the mailbag. Until next time. Please write real mail. <laughs> That's our show. Email us at twoandahalfsportsmen at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at SportsmanPod. Or check out all of our episodes on any of those major podcast platforms. <laughs>